0: We're brothers. We're happy and we're singing and we're brothers. Give me a high five. Your brothers? No. Yes! What is up everybody? You are watching and or listening to the Kyle and Craig show. And as you can see, um, Kyle is not with me. He actually got married last weekend. So he took this weekend off. He's doing some family stuff out in Wisconsin going hiking or something cool like that um but obviously with the circumstance he gave me the reins to go ahead and do the show um I do want to apologize right off the bat this isn't the usual shut up uh quality might not be the greatest the sound quality might not be the greatest but I am shooting on my new iPhone so I'm pretty hyped about that um and obviously the only thing to talk about in the entire world is Conor McGregor versus B. of at UFC 229 um I do want to state I will be getting into all aspects of the fight. First thing I'm going to do is break down the fight, um, sort of round for round, give my opinions of how they each performed and yada yada, and then I'll get into all the post-fight drama and stuff um, afterwards. And Off the bat, again, I want to say what a card. UFC 229, what a freaking card. I mean, everything from Derek Lewis standing tall against... um, Alexander Volkov in that heavyweight bout, you know, he looked so gassed the whole time and then to, to get a knockout like he did in the last 20 seconds of the third round after he was down possibly three 10-8 rounds um, or definitely 10-9s um, to Volkov, I, I think it, it um, jumps him ahead, you know, even farther than he was in the heavyweight uh, division. I don't think he's going to get a title shot just because DC, John Jones, Brock Lesnar are going to hold that up. But I do think he will get the winner of Ngannou versus uh, Curtis Blades. So look forward to that one. And then Anthony Pettis and freaking Tony Ferguson put on one hell of a fight, probably round of the year, if not fight of the year. uh, Saw flashes of the old Tony Ferguson, saw flashes of the old um, Anthony Pettis showing through here. And it was really kind of like a fighter's fight. You know, these were two guys weren't the biggest names in the sport, or at least not anymore. They both probably were at one point or another. Uh but our killers in the lightweight division and they were definitely on the card for one reason and one reason only, and that was to be backups for the main event. Um in case one of the main guys missed the fight, one of these two would have stepped in and taken care of the whole thing. You know, um if a missed weight, Ferg made weight, so he would have stepped in and it would have been we would have seen Anthony Pettis off the card, and we would have seen Conor McGregor versus Tony Ferguson. This is Tonks by the way. I got a dog. Hey, say hi, Um So that's that's why those guys were on the card, and it's just a good fight to have. Uh, You know, it's Ferguson's first fight back since tearing his ACL. And um, those guys put on one hell of a fight, and they ended up winning the $50,000 bonus for Fight of the Night. So shout-out to both of them. Anthony Pettis, one of my favorite fighters. But let's get into the nitty-and-gritty and why you clicked on this video. Um, Khabib Nurmagomedov versus Conor McGregor. What a fucking fight. Khabib finishes Conor McGregor in round four, as I predicted— um via submission. I thought he was gonna get like a Doctor Stoppage TKO sort of situation. Um but yeah, he he, he submits Connor McGregor with like a rear naked neck crank, rear naked choke sort of situation. Um in round four and it was one hell of a fight. Now let's break it down round by round. Um opening the fight, yeah you know, obviously we see Connor and Habib on the feet, um, as all fights start, but it took nothing but a couple of seconds. I'm sitting there watching it with my brother and he's going for Connor. I was going for Habib. Um, within a couple of seconds, Habib had the fight. Essentially, he had Connor exactly where he gets everybody who's ever fought him ever, um, in the corner on the cage against the fence, putting pressure on top of him. Now they did have a little exchange at first, and Connor stuff to take down actually, which is hard to fucking do. Um, but it eventually went Khabib's way, and and you saw him just maul him. He didn't in, in that first round. It was more about putting the pressure on. And sort of what I think is asserting his dominance, um, asserting his dominance, and and showing why he was there in the first place. Like, hey man, guess what? This is this is what this is what you have for the next five rounds. Um, he he didn't really do much ground and pound from the top of the mount um, as far as laying down hammers or big hammer fists or elbows or dropping bombs or cutting Connor up. It was more so just keeping the pressure and keeping Connor in his place for five minutes, but he did it beautifully, 10-9 to, to Khabib. Now, round two is where things just went haywire. I think this is the beginning of where the drama started um, for the entire fight, right? And uh, I'll get to why. It It's a 10-8 round for Khabib Nurmagomedov. If you ever want to see what the fuck a 10-8 round is, watch this fight. Now, it's a 10-8 round because... Khabib completely dominated Conor. He had a knockdown against Conor McGregor, which doesn't happen. I, I can't think of the last time somebody had a knockdown like that against Conor, um, or even just landed that many clean shots against him, unless your name is Nate Diaz, right? Uh, so it was, it was a great, great round by Khabib. He took him down. He had, They could have been an easily uh, um, a TKO stoppage in the second. Herb Dean was sitting there. He, he was uh, sort of feeling out and waiting to get in and jump in to stop the fight, but He didn't because he wanted, I mean, obviously he just knew the magnitude of the fight and he was going to let the fight play out as it should. If somebody was unconscious or somebody taps out, he was going to call it, but I don't think he would have broken it up or stopped it short of one of those two situations. Now, um, the reason I think that this is where the drama started is because it is a 10-8 round, right? Um, Based off of the merits of Khabib. But if it was even possible to do so, this could have been a 10-7 round. And Let me explain why Connor McGregor pulled some illegal shit in this round. He was just not he, he was he was not all there, and I don't think it's something he he meant to do, but it sort of has flashbacks to when he fought um, Floyd Mayweather, and he did those like illegal clinches and illegal back of the head blows where he was just in the moment was just doing whatever he could to regain the the fight back on his side. So it was when Connor was stacked. Um, so he was on the ground with the beep stacked on top of him. He had his legs on top, and then Habib was just doing you know ground to pound just from the from the top, um, striking the shit out of him. And then he simply just moves into side control and starts going for that kimura. And this is exactly where we saw Habib versus Michael Johnson go and end eventually, where he was just gonna break the fucking arm off of Michael Johnson. But then what we see, and the shout out know, to Joe, Joe Rogan and Dominic Cruz for mentioning it, um, kind of then goes to uh, knee a downed opponent in the head. Now, even though you're on the back, that's still an illegal strike. Um, Habib is the downed opponent. They are both down on the ground, on the mat. Knees to the back of the head are illegal. Um, and not even knees to the back of the head, just knees to any part of the head are illegal. So... When he throws those knees and he sort of is just trying to get Habib off of him, if you're not watching the video, he's just throwing up like this as Habib's inside control. So picture Habib's head, and he's just trying to get him off. Um, illegal. Herb Dean could have said something. Herb Dean probably should have said something. Um, that's, that's, that's worthy of getting a point taken away. I mean, we've seen fights ended because of that. Um, watch Poirier versus Alvarez one. Um, kneeing the head of a down opponent is. is uh, Controversial move and it's risky, and he got away with it in the veteran sort of tactic. But it definitely could have been a point taken away if not the stoppage of the fight and a disqualification of Conor McGregor. Um, reason number two is nothing but four seconds later, he um, hooks his feet into the cage while uh, Habib is doing uh, his mauling and his ground and pound sort of thing in that side control situation. Now, You can see Habib is trying to move him off of the fence so that he doesn't have, so that Connor from his back doesn't have the leverage of the fence to be able to push off against. But there's a difference between using your feet to push off of the fence and using your feet to grip the fence and thus creating leverage rather than force to have your way with habib to be able to adjust yourself or do whatever it is you were trying to do from the bottom so that's another offense that usually they give you one or two warnings with your toes in the cage but herb dean didn't say a word again i think he was just letting the fight play out as it should but that was um possibility for the the fight to be um uh altered at that point he could have had a point taken away and again could have been a uh if that was a 10-9 round with those two illegal things it would have made it a 10-8 now i've never seen anything lower than a 10-8 but if a 10-7 was possible with the mauling that could be laid down and the illegal antics by connor um that could have been a 10-7 round easily then we get in fight three and uh, er, uh round three and we see something interesting here. Um, we see Khabib look sort of gassed. And then Dominic Cruz mentions, um, as him and his, him and Connor are on the feet most of the round, that uh, he doesn't look the same. It's like we've never seen uh, Nurmagomedov this gassed out before. And what I think it was more so than him being gassed, I think he took the round off. He knew we got two more rounds to go. Connor doesn't have particularly good cardio, so this was probably Connor's last hurrah before the fight goes any further this is what because he just got mauled for two rounds against habib and if anybody's ever been in a wrestling ring ever try and get your buddy off you while you're wrestling is the hardest thing in the world to do um so whether it looked like it or not connor was gas gassing out at that point so that was his last attempt to take the fight and i think habib knew that and all he had to do was whether whatever storm connor had left in him through the third round um make it into the championship rounds and then the fight was his to take um Bold strategy, great strategy, and as I, I, I mean, I saw Stephen A. Smith post about it. Um, I saw a few people mention it. That's a that's a ten nine round for Conor. So Conor walked away. You um, can hold his hand held high, I guess. Um, the first person to ever win a round against being Roman Medov, which doesn't happen. He's never lost lost a round in MMA ever. Um, but I'd say more so have fucking Habib hold his hand held high to take a round off against Conor McGregor and come out the other side. Is fucking bonkers. Um, that doesn't happen. People don't do that. Nobody ever has. Nate Diaz can't do that. Eddie Alvarez couldn't have done it. You know, Jose Aldo didn't last four fucking seconds against him. Uh, it, nobody can take a round off against this guy. Even Floyd Mayweather. He was trying to take the, f- the first couple of rounds off, and then he's like, oh shit, this guy is going to knock me out. And then he flipped the switch and turned it on. Um, so to take a round off against Conor McGregor, fucking hats off to, uh, to Khabib, because that takes some, uh, take some balls. So then it's two one to two uh, one in favor of McGregor of uh, Khabib and going any further it's gonna be Khabib's fight. That was my uh, mindset going in. I actually, like I said, I predicted a TKO stoppage um, for Khabib in round four. So as round four comes in, it was dominant. It would have been a ten eight round regardless um, of how the fight went. He was winning. He was whooping ass. Um, and then he gets Connor into that position again exactly where he took him in the first two rounds in the corner against the cage um with his back against it and he did stand up at one point and people kind of cheered on for that and i just think it's i think it's funny like people lose their minds and cheer um whenever somebody does one thing right against Beeb. like literally like that's it like you land one punch against Beeb. people are gonna be like oh shit that's good even though he got dominated for four rounds, so it's like, yeah, that was that was kind of it was a good showing by Conor as far as being able to stand up and then get taken back down immediately. Um, Habib has murderous one uh, one leg takedowns, and um, but but shout out to him for standing up and getting taken back down. I guess I don't know whatever you want to say. Uh, but then Conor of doesn't have anything for him. Conor's jiu-jitsu is subpar to say the least. Um, I know people say Dylan Dennis and all this yada yada uh, that he has good jiu-jitsu, or maybe it's underrated. But I don't know what to say. You get tapped out a lot. Every loss he has, I, I believe, is via submission. I think he might have one decision. He's never been knocked out, so that's good. He's got a chin. But, I mean, if you get Ryan Hall in there to fight uh, Conor McGregor, could he tap him out? You know, do all we need is a good jujitsu jitsu practitioner, somebody with a decent level of takedowns and a chin to take a punch. And then just, what, get to his back and take him out? Because, I mean, and I'm I'm, not saying, like, anybody could fucking get out of Khabib's fucking rear naked choke, neck crank situation. But I think we have an answer for the Conor McGregor riddle. And that is fight the Nate Diaz's of the world. Fight the people who are going to stand and bang with you's of the world. Because if you fight another wrestler or you fight another jujitsu practitioner like Nate Diaz or something like that, unless Nate just agrees to stand and blow with you again, that I think we have the answer, and it's, uh, take his back, and the fight is yours. That's simple as that, you know, it's just what it is, and it's unfortunate for Connor and I hope he just finds somebody to, like, just box, you know, because if he fights Nate again, Nate's just gonna box. I mean, even though Nate's a black belt, um, a Gracie Jiu-Jitsu black belt, he's not gonna take the back or anything like that. He'll, he'll want to just stand and box and knock Connor out, um, just based on the, the rivalry alone. Um, so the fight ends there uh and that you know that's where the fight concludes i mean it was complete mauling it was complete shit show via um conor mcgregor and and whatever he thought he was going to do i mean it was exactly as i thought was going to happen going into the fight i had one prediction and it was that it was fourth round stoppage for for khabib and i wanted it to happen Now i'm a fan of conor let me say that i do like the guy i enjoy watching his fights every time i've bet against him up till today i've been wrong um I bet against him, in, except for the first Nate Diaz fight. But every other time, I've I've said no, he's gonna lose. I think Aldo could take it, or I thought Mendez was gonna win, or I thought Floyd, uh, he was Floyd Mayweather. Every time I bet against him, I was wrong. You know, I thought Eddie Alvarez was the answer to, t- to take him out, and it didn't work. I thought um, Diaz the second time was gonna beat him, and kind of pulled that off. I thought. Chad Mendes was going to be the answer to take him down earlier in his career. I thought Jose Aldo would have lasted more than a fucking 13 seconds. So every time I bet against this guy, he's proven me and most of the fucking uh, world wrong whenever, whenever somebody bets against him. So I, I want to say that. I am a fan of the guy. But coming into the fight, the reason I wanted Habib to win was, A, I thought his heel would have fucking reigned supreme, which it did. But two, I don't think Conor Stock drops at all where Habib's had the chance to drop. I like to see everybody shine if they can, right? So Habib getting a win makes him shine and makes him a household name and sort of gives him the credit that in the MMA world, we've known that he's deserved for a long time where Connor didn't need this win to do that. Connor just wanted this win just to get the belt back, and then it would have messed up the lightweight division again, and he wouldn't have fought. He probably wasn't had no intention of defending the belt against uh, Tony Ferguson. He's probably going to either fight Diaz a third time or fight George St. Pierre. So it didn't do a lot for me as far as McGregor winning, where, like, if he loses, his stock doesn't drop. He can still go fight GSP. He can still go fight Nate Diaz. He can fight whoever the fuck he wants to, uh, Kevin Lee or somebody like that, anybody. And then uh, Khabib can go on to defend his strap and be the champion that the division deserves, I guess, you know, defend it against Ferguson, who looked fucking great. Um, and then, you know, let Kevin Lee get in the mix, let Dustin Poirier Diaz play out, see where that goes. Let let the division progress where Conor, as much as I like him, was probably going to hold it up and do something else, um, which isn't good for the sport of MMA. So that's, my, that's where my thoughts were going into the fight. So as soon as the bell rang, I was happy it's cool, My guy won, um, I predict- predicted, the fucking round, the lightweight division finally has a solidified champion, after all the interim shit, after Connor being stripped, after, um, Ferguson pulling out of the, the real championship fight, Max Holloway getting the fight, Max Holloway pulling out, Ali and Quinta going in, looking good against Habib, but he was ranked like 11th, but Abib beat the shit out of him, but Abib got declared the champion, um, tony ferguson being stripped of the interim title all the crap that happened in lightweight division over the last two years since connor got in there um this was the answer right the bell rings and that's it habib is the champion connor is no longer the number one ranked lightweight in the world no longer the number two ranked fighter in the world habib is king move on but shit got real (laughs) shit got real real quick um as soon as the fight's over, Habib's um had to get pulled off of Connor's fucking body by uh, Herb Dean. Shout out to Herb Dean for taking this, being the being the guy he is, you know, the most veteran referee in the UFC right now. I think um pulls in and, and he's trying to pull Habib off, and then chaos just ensues from there. I mean, you can hear it through the TV, people talking shit to um going talking shit to Habib from Connor's side of the cage and just going at him, including Dylan Dennis. I mean, everybody who's over there, you know, just talking shit and. Habib's screaming in McGregor's face and I don't know something along the lines of fuck you or something like that and then he whips his head around and sees Dylan Dennis and all those guys standing over there off the side of the cage talking shit he throws his mouse piece at him runs up to the side of the cage and it's just you know exchanging words now he's been enticed by Connor's camp right going into the thing so they're all sitting there yelling at him telling him like oh fuck you yada 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 this 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 So when he goes over there and his adrenaline's pumping and he just beat their boy and, you know, he's just on cloud 12, right? He's not thinking straight. I mean, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a fight or ever done anything MMA-wise. I'm not a fighter, but I've been in gyms. I know how emotions take over people, right? I've seen it. Um, And you just watched enough UFC to know don't fuck with somebody who just got out of a cage fight and just beat Conor McGregor, right? Like, duh. So definitely don't poke the bear that he is. Um, No pun intended. You know, could be being a bear but Habib fucking jumps the cage, jumps the cage, and he fucking jumps off and leaps into a crowd of fucking people, um, the balls on that guy, right, it wasn't even like, oh, it was some of his guys and some of his guys, and he got in the middle of it, like, nope, you jumped into 15 McGregor fans and 15 of McGregor's best friends, um, including some fucking badasses like Artem Lobov and the Dylan Danises of the world and shit like that, um, so shout out to fucking Habib Nurmagomedov for getting involved in that thing, let me get some water here. this is where the drama takes place, right, so he jumps over the cage, and everybody loses their shit, you know, you can hear the announcer saying, like, no, 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 don't do this, this is so stupid, this is disgusting, how, how, how does this make him look, Um, all while the cage inside, so now Habib's outside of the cage, all while inside of the cage, shit hits the fan, and everybody's freaking out, and going, going nuts inside the cage, trying to protect McGregor, Um, two of Habib's guys jump the fence, and start swinging at McGregor. So now that's happening. So now we got stuff happening outside of the cage, shit happening inside of the cage. Um, and then we see McGregor actually get punched in the face. And then he returns a strike and, and, and throws a jab at a pedestrian. Um, not good. Uh, we see him, as he's trying to get out of the cage, um, he, he gets into a little something with uh, a different one of Habib's guys. Um. He gets into something a little bit as trying to get out of the cage, and then those guys jumped in, and then he gets into two little things and ends up getting punched in the face a couple times, um, which isn't good, and I don't condone that at all. But there's something I want to talk about, right? So between of between jumping out of the cage, the dude's jumping into the cage, right? Presidents have been set. Things have been said. Okay, and let me get back to that presidents thing a little bit here, right? But Conor McGregor the entire time has been talking shit about Khabib and Now, I'm not saying that this justifies what he did, but we knew this was going to happen. The reason there was so much security there, the reason that all these people were there, the reason we were watching the fucking fight in the first time, was because we knew something was going to happen. I mean, like, I was going to watch regardless. They didn't have to be on the card. I mean, you watch the the diehard fans. They watch everything, right? But the reason, you have know, soccer moms were watching the shit is because they are expecting for these things to happen. We're watching cage fighters. Never forget that. These are cage fighters, cage fighting animals. Testosterone juiced up psychopathic sociopathic fucking sadistic maniac fighters cage fighters you know what i'm saying as professional as they want to be as professional as they might be they fight human beings for living and for blood you know that's that's what these guys are let's never forget that um so it wasn't right but it was expected at least by me the, the, the bystander that's why they had so much security there you know um i think back to when connor jumped out of the cage against jose aldo that wasn't expected there wasn't a lot of security you know, when he beat Dennis Seaver, jumped over the cage, gotten um, all those his face, nobody was expecting him to do that. To have all the security on the outside of the cage means you're expecting it to happen, right? So I don't get the big uproar of, like, how could this have happened? You knew this was going to happen. You sold us a fight on the, the, the facts of this guy did some illegal shit. He threw a fucking dolly at a bus. He hurt innocent people trying to get to this guy. Now this guy's the champion. He has Connor's old belt. They're going to fight. They fucking hate each other. Their countries hate each other. Their camps hate each other. There's going to be blood and people are going to get punched in the fucking face. That was the selling point of this fight. That happened. The UFC is responsible for that happening. If I take two gorillas and I put them in a glass store and then I yell at the gorillas for breaking the glass, that's not on them. That's on me for putting them in the fucking store. Okay? You took, you should have left Connors camp out then. You should have, he should have gotten two cornermen. He should have gotten two cornermen and that should have been it. If this isn't what you wanted to happen, then there were ways, there's precautions you could have taken as an organization to make sure it didn't happen. You kept the fans out of press conferences, right, to make sure that people didn't fight. You you did all these things to make sure things didn't happen, but you're going to let 15 guys who hate each other stand at 15 feet away from each other on opposite sides of a cage knowing one of them was coming out a loser? And and I bring that up because let's say fucking uh, Connor won. You don't think there's going to be 100 angry freaking out Irish people jumping in and doing the same thing, 100% there would have been, without a shadow of a doubt. I think Dylan Danis has some control, and he was going to stand up and be like, hey, good fight, Habib and your team. Great job, guys. No, these guys are fucking fighters, right? This was going to happen. This was expected to happen, okay? Um, now, that doesn't mean it's right, okay? And I, I keep coming back to that. That doesn't mean it was right, but it is what happened, okay? And... Everybody keeps asking questions and stuff like that. And they asked Dana White a hundred times at the press conferences last night, you know, what's going to happen? Is he going to be stripped? Is he going to be fined? He should never fight in the UFC again. And I think the problem here is is it was on a big scale and everybody was watching and it doesn't look great. But I, I mentioned earlier, presidents have been set, okay? Conor McGregor, six months ago, whatever the fuck it was, got on a plane with 15 buddies, flew to a separate country, broke into a private event that he wasn't invited to, at a, at a private stadium, the Barclays Center, chased down and hunted down Habib Nurmagomedov, who was in a bus with other fighters and other media members and coaches and, and teammates and things like that, getting ready to leave the building. He wanted Khabib to come off the bus. So, so first thing, illegal thing was to do was come into the country with malicious intent, illegal, break into the building, illegal, threaten him to get off the bus, right? Habib couldn't get off the bus. Security was stopping him. Stay the fuck on the bus. We don't want this drama. Connor throws a dolly through the fucking window of a bus. Illegal. Scratches the gra- glass breaks. Right. Cuts up Rose Namajunas. She's been scarred. Not just physically, but emotionally. Can't leave the house. She's afraid to fucking leave the house now. Um. Scratches up Michael Chiesa's fight face. He pulled out of the fight against Anthony Pettis. He probably would have gotten the championship fight against um, Habib Miraga that night, uh, or the following night. So he loses out. Anthony Pettis loses out. Ray Borg got a scratch cornea from broken glass. All from Connor throwing a fucking thing through the windows. You want to talk about illegal stuff? Connor did some illegal shit. Malicious intent, right? Got punished by the by the states and the system's shit. Now, the reason I mentioned presidents have been set is because he did these illegal things. And he was not stripped. He was stripped previous, right? But he wasn't suspended by the UFC. He was only fined. Um, a substantial amount but he was only fined. essentially what it came down to is you got to pay some fines and your green light go back in the cage as soon as you can um because the yes, you wanted to see him there and we wanted to see him there right which is fine but you and and that wasn't the first thing that wasn't the first event right that wasn't the first time connor did something stupid you know connor jumped out of the cage and got in the face of jose aldo was never suspended or stripped right nothing happened he got out of the face jumped out of the cage ran up to his face and tried to incite a fight outside of the parameters of the octagon against jose aldo at like ufc 186 or whatever the fuck it was against dennis siever um and nothing happened there was no punishment taken they used that promo clip all the time every time every single time gregor fights they use that clip of him jumping out of the cage and running into his um fucking face and getting in Aldo's face right so that's what habib did now they're talking about stripping him doesn't make sense maybe it's because it's on a bigger scale but again precedents have been set now and then we flash forward a couple of years later and we had Connor at Bellator in the UK right and where he jumped into the cage during a Bellator event as a pedestrian because one of his friends was fighting before the bell even rang so the fight wasn't even over yet but Connor jumped into the cage trying to take things into his own hands and say that the fight was over and he was probably coked up out of his fucking mind or drunk or something like that but it's not like we're talking about like Stephen Thompson here guys we're talking about McGregor okay we know he's not the class act of all class acts okay he's done shit like this and has never been punished to a significant extent now this is Sabib's first time doing something bad right so that has to come into account here. Talking about, like, stripping him and should never fight in the UFC again and all these things where, again, the precedents have been set. Conor's done illegal things against Habib. He set out to hurt him. He broke into another country. He broke into a private event. He threw a dolly through a bus window to try and entice this man to come out to fight. Threatened him with a weapon. Threatened to kick his ass. Talked shit about his family. Now, we're not getting into illegal things, but I'm just saying... It's it's not what it seems to be. Talk shit about his family. Talk shit about his country. Talk shit about his politics, about his religion, made fun of Muslims, made fun of Russians. You piss people off. People are going to smack you. It's, it's what's going to happen. OK, um, and that's that's how these things have unfolded. What I think should happen going forward here. Um, probably. Probably should be a suspension of some kind. Um, Now what I think about going forward here I don't think there should be uh, a stripping Perhaps a fine I think, well, obviously there's going to be a fine for Habib Um, Connor, from the looks of it, won't get anything The, The Nevada State Athletic Commission didn't withhold any of his uh, pay or anything like that. I don't think. I think they saw that he was just standing in the cage after getting his ass kicked, and then people jumped in and punched him in the face, um, which he was not deserving of. Okay, again, I'm not trying to say that he deserved to get punched or anything like that, um, or that it was right. But I'm saying that all of this was expected to happen, and presidents have been set. It's nothing that hasn't happened before to this magnitude. No, but fighters have jumped out of the cage, started shit with other people before. That's happened. Fighters have jumped into the cage and started shit with people. That was Connor who did that before at Bellator. Okay, now somebody came in and jumped in during Connor's fight. Um, so all these things have sort of happened before, and no strip titles were ever stripped, um, nothing more than a few fines. Nobody was ever banned from countries, nobody was ever really suspended, you know, particularly Connor. Um, so I don't think that should happen, but um, I think either way this fight went something like this was going to happen i think that was expected i think that was going to be the outcome regardless um and again uh, pardon me for repetition but the president has been set if they punish connor if they punish abib for this um then they should have punished connor two years ago for the things he's done he should have been suspended in the first place for, for fucking up five people's lives when he threw a dolly through a bus window you know what i mean like you can't punish one guy and not punish the other guy uh so going forward, what I think is going to happen, as far as my thoughts, he'll, Habib will probably have to pay a big ass fine, um, and I think we see them both fight by the end of 2019. I, I don't see, obviously they're not going to fight again before the end of the year because there's only two months left. But um, I think what we can take from this is is a couple of things, okay? Uh, and pardon me for rambling, but it's what I like to do, and especially without having Kyle here to, to bounce these ideas off of. Um, so I apologize for that. But a couple of things that I think we see going forward here. We know one thing about Conor McGregor. He's a tough son of a bitch, right? Um, One of the toughest guys in the world. And and I respect the hell out of him. I do, you know. um, Probably don't talk as much shit about the Russians. Bad idea. Um, But I respect him, and I respect what he does. And he's got more tenacity and and heart than a lot of people in this fight game. Um, And we know that because when he lost to Nate Diaz at 170 pounds, got choked out, he said, I want to go back right now like he didn't want to wait 45 minutes. It ended up being 2-3 months later um that they went at it again. I think the first fight was 202, the second fight was 205. Um so 3 months later, he wanted to get back in the cage as soon as he could to 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 reclaim his name. And then he beats Nate Diaz and then goes on to beat Eddie Alvarez. Um So, with Conor McGregor coming off of this loss, I think we're going to see him back in the cage as fast as he possibly can be. Um whether that's against Habib is a different question. I think Habib should fight Tony Ferguson next. I think, assuming no sust- substantial suspensions or strippings will take place, you know, and if it's a six-month suspension, I don't think that leads to a stripping. I think it has to be over a year suspension for anybody to get stripped. So even if they do get stripped or if he, they do strip Habib, I, or, um, I, I apologize, even if they do suspend Habib, I don't think he will be stripped of the belt, okay? There might be an interim belt between Tony Ferguson and, like, I don't know Kevin Lee again I don't know who Dustin Poirier or Nate Diaz um but I don't think they'll strip him of his championship belt um so I think Habib goes on to fight Tony Ferguson next year and then this I mean like I said this is what I wanted I wanted Conor to lose because it doesn't do anything to hurt him we're gonna see him back in the cage he's gonna want to prove himself to win again I think he should fight Eddie Alvarez, uh, that's what Kyle texted me. He's like, "Yo, he should fight an Eddie Alvarez or Dustin Poirier or somebody like that. Get a warm up fight back in, get a W back under your wing, and then try and take the beast on again or something like that. Or go fight Nate Diaz or or George St. Pierre. Do the money fight that you want to do. You know, don't don't mess up divisions and stuff like that. You want to get Ws back under your um belt, back under your wing. Go get paid, man. Just take whatever fights you want, but don't fuck up the divisions. And I don't think he's gonna." But everybody keeps clamoring, including Connor himself, for the rematch, right? Everybody's saying, uh, you know, Connor tweeted out this morning, first thing this morning, he said, uh, great knock, excited for the rematch. Fucking rematch? What rematch? Again, let's go back to presidents. No presidents have ever been set in the history of fucking MMA, where one guy who's not the champion fights a man who is the champion, loses horrifically and undoubtedly, and then gets an immediate rematch for the belt that wasn't his? Like, kind of, if if it had been the other way around, and if, like, let's say, like a TJ Dillasaw Cody Garbrandt situation where Cody had never defended the belt before, the same way Habib has never defended the belt before, loses the belt to TJ Dillasaw, but the rivalry was so excited, the, the rivalry was so heated that they set a rematch again because we, want, we needed to see this again, right? But that's not what happened here. Habib was the champion going into this fight, the Undisputed. Pound for pound, champion of the UFC's lightweight division. He beat the brakes off of the number one contender without a shadow of a fucking doubt. The only round he lost was a round he took off intentionally, right? And I don't think any judge is going to hold that against him or, or say, ooh, it was close. It wasn't close. Connor got rocked for four rounds. He's no longer the UFC's number one ranked lightweight in the world. That is Tony Ferguson, without a shadow of a doubt. He's back down the ladder. Fuck his name, fuck his fame, and and fuck the post-fight antics. If we're talking about MMA and how the world works, he's no longer the number one contender. He's just not. You're not the next guy in line for the belt. It's, 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 It's Tony Ferguson. Tony Ferguson just beat Anthony Pettis. You just lost. You both fought on the same night. Habib should be ready to go in three to four months. Tony should be ready to go in three to four months, and they should fight again. So, when he's saying, like, oh, can't wait for the rematch, doesn't deserve a rematch. It's just the situation. You just don't. Um, at least not in in my opinion, because you weren't the champion going into it, and you didn't do anything to show me, oh, this 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 could have been your fight. You know, I could have seen it one way or the other. Um, I, I I quote, or I, I note, um, Stephen Wonderboy Thompson versus Tyron Woodley won, right? So, Tyron Woodley was the champion. Stephen Wonderboy Thompson was the number one contender. They fought. It was the closest fight I've ever seen in my life. I thought um, Wonderboy won that fight. Actually, I think that was UFC 205, if I'm not mistaken, um, which was the same uh, Eddie Alvarez card versus Conor, right? I thought Wonderboy won. It was so close, people didn't know who won or who lost the fight. It was actually a draw. They ran that back, okay? That was the situation where a number one contender got an immediate rematch, okay? But it was because it ended in a draw, and whether, even if it had been a split decision win for Tyron Woodley, it was convincing enough to know we needed to see this again. That's not what happened here tonight, That's not or, or last night. That's not what happened. We did not see a showing from Conor McGregor that said, ooh, I need to see that again. You guys want to watch that again? I don't. Again, I like the guy. I don't want to see him get his fucking face pulled in like Khabib another five rounds. It's not what I want for him. I want to see him box fucking... Uh, Nate Diaz in an MMA ring, but I mean like stand and bang with Nate Diaz again. I want to see him take on a George St. Pierre at 155 pounds. I think he has a shot against that. I want to see him take on the Kevin Lees and Tony Ferguson's of the world. I don't think he deserves the immediate rematch. There's no precedent set for an immediate rematch. And I don't want to see him in in an immediate rematch as a fan of him, regardless of the things that took place after the fight. I think we need to try and move past it as fast as we can, the same way that the UFC tried to do with this Dolly incident. They said, okay, it happened. Conor's going to be fined, but we're going to get him back in the cage, and we're going to move on. Same thing with John Jones. John Jones popped for steroids. He's going to get fined. He got suspended. Let's get him back in the cage, and let's move on. They're not hung up on these things. So I think he went out there. He lost four rounds or three rounds. He tapped out to the baddest man on the planet, Habib Nurmagomedov. The bell rings. That's the end of the story then bullshit happens, and then things happen, that stuff doesn't entice an immediate rematch. Just because your guys talk shit to Habib and then his guys got in there, you know, just because that happened doesn't mean we should have gone again. Now, if Abid had lost and these things happened, as the champion losing his belt and the rivalry being heated, we've had precedents set where that could lead to an immediate rematch. Again, a la Tony, uh TJ Dillashaw and Cody Garbrandt. We've seen that before. So that would have made sense. That's not what happened, and Connor should not get an immediate rematch. Um, I'll give you guys some sort of one-minute sentence wrap up of my experience of the fight, or or I'll try and summarize what I was just breaking down for thirty minutes um, in a quick sentence, and that was: Habib went out there, he did his damn thing. He is the undisputed champion of the world. Um, whether that holds true going forward, if he's stripped or not, is yet to be said. But from all we know, the information given to us from the fight last night. Is he beat Conor McGregor's three Conor McGregor three rounds to one and submitted him in the in the fourth round of the championship fight. He is the undisputed pound for pound UFC lightweight champion. And hats off to him. Hats off to Conor McGregor for looking as good as anybody can look against Habib. Um, he's just a bear. He's a monster. But I think Habib will go on to do great things, and I think Conor will go on to do fucking amazing things. So both guys, nobody's stock drops. Um both guys are fucking warriors and champs and I can't wait to see what's next. Um I could be wrong in all my bullshit that I just spouted, but uh that's how I feel. And I really appreciate you guys watching again. Um this is the Kyle and Craig Show. Kyle will be back next week. Um got some things coming up that we're excited to try out and talk to you guys about. So stay tuned for that. Subscribe to our Instagram or follow our Instagram at the Kyle and Craig Show. Spell it like it sounds, just the Kyle and Craig Show. Um, and, and uh hit us up hit us up with some um dms or something like that if you guys have a podcast or you guys follow our page or something like that and you guys want to jump in on the conversation you go on to do anything like that um hit us up we're looking to get some guests we're looking to you know branch out a little bit so um yeah you, you know where to find us at the Colin correct show like and subscribe to this video share it with all your friends appreciate the love and we will see you guys next time